are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to who? The always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist, and I'm a graphic designer. So please, go check out my website. It's millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account at LockedOnDiamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for my podcast handle. Now, on today's podcast, we got part three of the conversation between Javi Reyes of Lockdown Padres and I. We talk about why the MLB offseason is so boring. Where does Fernando Tatis rank among all MLB players? And we even talk about uh, the Padres' playoff woes this past September. What happened against the Dodgers? Me and Javi talk about it. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get 20% off your next order. Now, let's get into that conversation between Javi, Reyes, and I. One other thing about... Uh, baseball that they're just not capitalizing on this is the off season right now the off season in most sports has just has become as popular as the actual regular season you see in the nba i mean the buzz that they get during the off season during free agency 90 oh, yeah, percent of their players was signed within the first three days of mm-hmm. free agency for baseball it's the exact opposite we're three months in and 90 percent of the free agents are still unsigned so why has this been such a slow offseason and so boring? We came out of those winter meetings. I mm-hmm. thought the Mets were going to make moves. I thought a whole bunch of teams were going to make moves. And the, Nets did, and the Mets did make moves. They got James McCann, like, big whoop-de-doo. Like that, that and and kind, Marcus Stroman. And, and Mar- Marcus Stroman. Yeah, I guess he uh, what, signed his qualifying offer. So Yeah, yeah, he could be interesting. He could yeah, be interesting. Yeah, I like Stroman, Marcus Stroman. Yeah, Stroman's good, but... I didn't come out of the the mm-hmm. winter mm-hmm. meetings moved by anything. I didn't think there was any big time deals that went down. So why has this been the most boring off season in the most recent history that I can remember? Um, well, I think it's there's so many things, right? I think number one, I think there's definitely some type of like keeping costs down in baseball is definitely what owners are trying to do. And Enough, and not to get too into that, I don't want to get like, I feel like that topic's been done to death about the owners. We just talked about the ownership and all that. I also think that teams might be getting smarter. I think we've seen this in, in a lot of sports. Um, I actually, I think in the three major sports, I'd say we've seen this, whether it be you're going to talk about how people don't pay for running backs anymore. And I think for fairly good reason that they don't do that. Uh, just when you start looking at the numbers and see if it's worth it. And for basketball, it's like you don't see Carmelo Anthony when he got traded from the Nuggets to the Knicks type of offers anymore. Guys get traded, but you never have like those giant, giant trades in the NBA. It's more of the offseason than signings. And it th- and what's what's good is that it hasn't hurt the NBA, these advances in any ways, and for football for the most part too. I think for baseball, people are realizing that you really need to stock up on that farm system um, and not – I mean, just look at the Cubs, man. 
you know, I mean, the Cubs were, they win the world series and everyone's like with this core young people, like this core young group of players, like they're, they're going to be a, a contender for a while. And then now it's like, they might want to trade Chris Bryant. They didn't Chris Bryant win the MVP like two years ago. Like it's, it's really insane where that's gone. And I think that another tiny part of it is I think the lack of a DH might make people a little bit hesitant right now. Cause if there was a DH, maybe Nelson Cruz is one of the top free agents on the board. Cause instead of it just being 15 teams, it's 30 now. Cause he's still great. Of course, it's going to be tragic when that one team finally takes him. And then it's like, this is finally the year that he has a drop off out of nowhere. Cause that's how baseball works a lot of times. And he's um, like 41. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> but even though all the numbers are like, he's fine. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, he's good. I know that, 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 and maybe, and maybe it's part of, because he's a DH that he's able to, you know, the wear and tear isn't as crazy. And he's apparently a big fan of sleeping. Seriously, he, he apparently loves to sleep, and he asked the twins before signing with them if they had a couch, like in the in the dugout. Real, I'm not making this up. Like, this is a, mm. so shout out Nelson Cruz, very relatable content there. Um, I think it's it's a it's a mixture of owners wanting to keep costs down and pretending that they're 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 poor and they're you know that this is this is the play Annie or something like that. And then I think it's also because of the DH. And last thing, this reminds me of the free agent class from I'm gonna say. Oof, was it 2014 or 2013? It was the year when Jacoby Ellsbury was like the top free agent out there. Like a, 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 an off season that clearly was very much like Jacoby Ellsbury, good player. Um, even after that season had like a 300 average, 350 on base, 30 home runs, 30 steals, really a plus defender, good player, but he was getting up there in age. And a lot of people believe his best years were behind him and he gets hurt all the time but he still went for a lot of money and was still a top free agent. I'm wondering if this is, that's just the case of this. Yeah. Trevor Bauer and George Springer are probably the top free agents out there, but they, it's not like Machado and Harper the one year, you know? Yeah. And, but, but even uh, to counter myself really quickly, but even that the Harper and Machado things took forever too. So maybe baseball is just annoying. I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like they've been going this route the last few years. We've seen guys like Mike Moustakis, Dallas Keuchel, Craig Kimbrell, they've had to wait till the very last days or even into mm-hmm. the season to get their deals. And like you said, these, these teams are crying that they don't have any money, but baseball this past year made $10 billion. That's $3 billion more than the NBA. They're making more money than basketball. And no one would believe that, honestly. People think baseball is a dying sport, but yet they're making more money than they've mm-hmm. ever had outside of probably 2020, of course, because all these sports leagues got wrecked financially. But still, mm-hmm. before this season, baseball was moving in this direction. And I just think you'd need these teams to be more active participants, not just because they need to spend the money, but just to get more eyeballs on the sport. Like I said before, the offseason is as big as the regular season now. And I'm not saying you have to go out there and make moves, but the Dimebacks, give me someone you're at least interested in. Give me some rumors. Give me some whispers. At least show me you're active on this market and you're trying to make your team better. Fans also want to know that these teams are putting in as much investment in the offseason and to trying to improve their team as the fans have investment in actually watching these teams and have a rooting interest in these teams because watching these the Dimebacks do nothing in the offseason, it's kind of demoralizing, honestly. It makes me even less interested in watching the 2021 season because what's going to change? We haven't made any moves to get better. We haven't done anything at least of note, that's interesting. We haven't pulled off any major trades like the Padres have. So I'm hoping the D-backs can walk away with this offseason, making at least one move and giving the fans some optimism for 
next year because right now with the Dodgers and the Padres in that division, the, the chances for the D-backs to make the playoffs yeah. are, are looking slim. So hopefully, uh, I don't know, are they saying that they're going back to uh, the shorter playoff system next season? Is that what they've talked about, Rob Man? I, I actually feel like I've seen that they want to try out the expanded again, which I, I think, I think that's what I saw, but I don't know for sure because apparently they liked. Now, I do think that from a just an entertainment value that the having like multiple base, like all it was like a mini, mini, mini March Madness those first like week or two or like that first week, just week uh, of all the games happening and being like every game really matters. Like it's only best two out of three. Anything can happen like that was that was fun. But I think that the having all those teams in the playoffs just defeats the regular season. That's just not fun uh, in a lot of ways. And. Yeah, man. I hope your team makes a makes a move too. Honestly, it, it it'd be interesting. But it does look like the that that's going to be a very. I think the NL West is heading for a really top heavy thing because you could argue right now that the Padres and Dodgers are the best teams in baseball, and then you could argue that the Rockies and D backs are near the bottom, and then yeah. there's the Giants who are who are just weird. I, I'm never don't get me wrong. The Padres, the Giants are going to compete compete with the Padres for the the crown or the Dodgers, but. That's a weird team, man. There's been a lot of years. Like, I play fantasy baseball a lot, and there's not, like, one player on that team that you're going to draft, yet they just find ways, man. <laughs> they find ways to be competitive. I mean, they almost made the playoffs this year, if not for losing to the Padres uh, towards the end of the regular season. Um, they still almost made it. So the Giants, don't totally sleep on them because I just think that organization knows what they're doing. But, yeah, this is going to be a real – yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I genuinely – I'm not trying to be, like, a jerk or anything right now, but, like <laughs> – I know it must be a little bit weird, and in baseball of all sports, uh, it's a little rough to root for a team that doesn't necessarily have a, a future that you can see coming to fruition right now. You know, and that's kind of the thing with the Diamondbacks. Javi and I will continue that conversation in just a second, but first, are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is also just finishing up. Actually, it did finish up. This was week 17, and we're heading to the playoffs. And there is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. I'm betting on NFL playoff games this weekend. I'm a big Saints fan, and I'm looking at that Saints versus Bears matchup. And I'm rooting for the Saints. I'm putting my money down on them. Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and hopefully Alvin Kamara is there as well. Now, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner on Twitter at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag betonline. Built Bar is back and they're more improved and more delicious than ever before. They have 18 amazing flavors, but six new flavors caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're both soft and easy to chew. Now, the reason why I love Built Bar is because I'm a health conscious guy. I try to go to the gym when I can, but I have a sweet tooth and Bill Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar, but when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in sugar, 
low in calorie, but it's high in protein and high in fiber, so it's great if you're doing that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, they reset their promo code for this relaunch. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you can get 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. get back into it yeah the Dimebacks best hope right now is that they get bounce back seasons I mean mm-hmm. Bumgarner last yeah your boy <laughs> can't tell Marte Bumgarner was an all-time worse uh Luke Weaver yeah, he was, was awful but thank God we finally got Robbie Ray out of there that guy actually I love Robbie crazy, Ray yeah going to hear crazy <laughs> Robbie Ray stat he had the highest like no one else had a unique line like uh he did last mm-hmm. year yep yep strikeouts per nine his walks per nine and there was oh, – I can't even remember the last one. It was like his, his strikeouts, walks, and then home runs per nine. Like no one ever reached the levels he did. He was striking out, walking, or giving up a home run pretty much like half the time he pitched the batter. And, it, and that's, that's just classic Robbie Ray. Yeah, I love like, him so get much. You, get you 10 strikeouts, but he'll be at 115 pitches through four innings. And that, that's just the way Robbie Ray works. And he's – very infuriating to watch. I'm glad he's finally off the team. He was, I think he was the first signing of the MLB offseason, actually. I think the Blue Jays were signing him was the first move that any team did this offseason. But I want to <laughs> ask Robbie you, Ray. Ha- <laughs> yeah, Robbie Ray. <laughs> he's but so I wa- funny. <laughs> I want to ask you, Javi, you went on your little Tati soliloquy before. So I want to know, mm-hmm. where do you rank him among MLB players today? Oh, man. I mean, look, like I said, there's definitely – He's not among the best, but in terms of just the, when you consider contract, when you consider age, most importantly, I think he's probably like a top three player. I'm agreeing with my fantasy stats of bringing him up again. Um, my one take is I'll say this, man. Anyone who's playing fantasy baseball, we didn't do a league, I don't think, this year. We got to do a league next year, man. That'd be fun. Um, because the one I'm in right now, I love, I'm cool with the people that are in it, but my, the people who run my fantasy league are fascists and <laughs> okay. they have the worst categories ever. They're like, oh, let's do runs created. No. Oh, we're playing fantasy baseball. Let's not have home runs as a category. The, the type of kids who go to Boston College and they study numbers and then they're like oh i read fan graphs and craig goldstein a lot so i'm just gonna do all the numbers because i'm smarter than everybody screw those people you're ruining baseball <laughs> my friends are listening to this i'm just i'm i'm 10 kidding 90 not kidding um but for for tatis i'd rank him among like at least like the top 10 of players i think at position players um there's a lot of good shortstops in the league and granted baseball's a year-to-year kind of sport sometimes where lindor can have his bounce back next year he was a little. He was he was good this year, especially because of the defense. But he wasn't like Francisco Lindor, like Puerto Rican power. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't fully there. Shout out my guy. Um, but Tatis, it's I don't know, man. I don't know. He might be one of like the, the the five best players in baseball. I mean, he's he's I think top one or two in terms of most fun players. Like I don't I don't honestly think that you can make a case for anybody else. And the first person to say Joe Kelly just stop uh because i know someone's thinking that right now or whatever um but yeah it's probably and someone's also probably thinking trevor bauer it's no just stop um it's tatis and i think that that's what's so great not only is my team have a star every team has their stars they have their you know may machado he's great i have i have fun watching machado and everyone's got their 
maybe not Hosmer. Hosmer, I still have questions for, but you know what I'm saying? Everybody's got great players. And then nobody has a great player who's as exciting and has has as magnetic a personality as he does. And that's, he's like, honestly, one of the number one reasons I started really getting into doing this podcast. I was like, they got Tatis, man. I won't ever be bored with that guy. So um, I'd rank him amongst the best. And I know that he maybe, if you look at statistically, maybe his, you know, the drop off towards the end of this season, um, like the last like two to half to three weeks, he was extremely average in a lot of ways. But I think that's what happens. And honestly, I think he was tired. I think that they, I think the way he plays, running at first base, diving for balls, I think that they needed to have given him like, like a couple of days off. I think he was going, I think he's that type of person that goes a thousand percent like a Russell Westbrook type. And for his own good, just give him a day to like, just back down, just clear your head and all that. I think that would have helped. Um, so I'm hoping that they do that more next year uh, for the Padres for sure. Yeah. And I probably have him on my tier one of baseball players right now, right along mm-hmm. with the Trouts and the Mookie Betts of the world. I mean, he was mm-hmm. really good this past season. You could have given him, uh, I mean, he was in consideration for the MVP right along with Manny Machado, but, when they got mm-hmm. to the playoffs this year, I'm not going to lie, Javi. I was a little disappointed in their effort against the Dodgers. Well, <laughs> I want to go back in time right now and take you back okay. to that playoff series. So, guys uh-huh. got swept by the Dodgers. So, exactly. Why, why Getting couldn't your digs they... in, okay. I respect <laughs> yeah. it. No, I was rooting for you guys in that series. I didn't want the Dodgers to win. I think everyone was. I think yeah. everyone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I really didn't want the Dodgers to win mm-hmm. that series. I just love the the playoff Kershaw narrative. It's one of my favorite things in baseball. I, I know everyone wanted Kershaw to succeed, but I was rooting mm-hmm. for his demise. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I just I, I love that narrative so much. Just, it was basically Peyton Manning all over again, and I just, I just uh, yeah. found it. I just yeah. found it so interesting, but what happened exactly to you guys in that series against the Dodgers? Cause game two was close, but you guys really got blown out in game three. They put up 12 mm-hmm. runs on you guys. What did you guys, what did you see in the Padres that series that they weren't able to do against the Dodgers? I think we saw what a lot of up and coming exciting breakout underdog teams do. I'm talking thunder when Westbrook and Durant first started. I'm talking Doncic on the Mavericks last year. Usually what happens is it only goes so far. It's very rare. The Warriors, when they, I think they lose to Denver Nuggets of back in like 2014. God, I'm really stretching across the cross references right now. I'm sorry. Um, but like, that's what happens. It's the big fun breakout team, but they're not quite ready. And also, I'm going to say it again. I've, I've said it so many times. No one, not a single person has told me when the last time a playoff team a week before the season started loses two aces to injury for the playoffs. No one has answered for me yet. No one has explained this to me yet. And I think part of that really hurt them and their bullpen was tired and Davies as your number one starter and Paddock who throws a fastball straighter than a ruler. I mean, and, and, and don't, I actually, I have, let me just pray for like, I do have, um, uh, uh, optimism for Chris Paddock in the future but for this season he was bad and I I was worried about him pretty much since ever since like his third start I remember where I was like oh I don't like the the look of that fastball um they just they didn't have the depth at pitching after losing two starters two aces you know and I think on top of it uh, just some of the moments lost them I think that game two look that Bellinger catch man I hats off to him like it was that's baseball right there you look for those moments and it was I joked on Twitter I was like is this what watching before sunrise is like uh it's 
it was amazing because I'm like, oh man, there he is yet again. Tatis just refuses to not come through. And he caught it. What can I say? And just to take shots at the Padres, I'll be fair. I didn't like that Machado was barking at um, I forgot his name, the pitcher at that time. Because he's like throwing the hat in there and he's getting so excited. And Machado's oh, yeah. barking at him. Oh, and I was like, Gratterall? I was like, yeah, or yeah, it was Gratterall. It was Gratterall. Um, good, good, uh, good call. Um, I didn't like that. And I, and I was fair. I, I really think that's a toot by a horn. I thought I was fair. I was like, no, not allowed to do that, man. You're not allowed to in the Cardinals series be, you know, jawing at the pitcher and talking your stuff. I loved it. I loved it. And then you hit a home run and you're like, yeah. And you're pouncing, pounding your chest, even though the game is like not over. You're not allowed to hit one home run when you're still down by three runs and be pumping your chest. But then when the other team, celebrates a great moment that you have a problem with it that's not cool man you know it's really hypocritical it's and it's fine like if that guy celebrates you know Bryce Harper said a years ago he's like hey do whatever you want on the mat if you strike me out but then I do the same thing it's fun it's exciting you you create this fun explosive chemistry between players but not in a way that's we're mad at each other for celebrating and I thought that was wrong so I really think that what happens the Dodgers are really good and even with both of the Padres starters, their aces and Clevenger and Lament, it was going to be really hard to beat them. But that's really what happened. I think the series got away from them, especially after that Bellinger catch. Uh, really great underrated playoff game, I think, by the way, even though the Padres lost. Great game. Um, and they just the, – they, there was no – I mean, they, the way they won that Cardinals series in the game three using just like nine bullpen arms, you weren't going to be able to survive that long using that strategy against the the Dodgers. You know what I mean? You weren't going to be able – the Padres bullpen is good, but it's not good enough to – this isn't – that's like if you had all those relievers on the Royals from their World Series run, except you multiply them. You make, like, clones of them, and they all could go all night innings. Like, that just wasn't going to happen. And, hey, hats off to the Dodgers. They are the better team. And I still hate the Red Sox for trading the bookie bets. So, guys, still, still mad. Still mad. I hate them, too, for doing that. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to Javi Reyes for hopping on today. We got one more conversation to finish up with Javi. That'll be dropping tomorrow. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy, everyone. Deuces!